0: I woke Monday morning pondering today's topic while perusing Facebook. You know, I was just catching up on friends and family. And eventually, I came across a post my daughter shared entitled CEO Mindset. The graphic illustrates how to structure a 24-hour day. Eight hours of work, eight hours of rest, and the remaining eight hours should be dedicated to what they listed as the three Fs, friends, family, faith, the three H's, health, hygiene, and hobby, and the three S's, soul, service, and smiles. Because she shared this post from a public page, all the idiosyncratic comments followed from two cent blurbs to a full three paragraph diatribe on why this particular structure wouldn't work for them. I reflected on that post for a while and I questioned why were there so many comments on what wouldn't work and so few on what would. Why not use what's actionable, what's missing from your life, and incorporate it where it's needed? There are two issues here, time constraints and life categories. I don't think the author of that graphic meant for individuals to adhere to strict time constraints, nor do I believe the categories listed, friends, faith, family, health, hygiene, hobbies, soul, service, and smiles, are the only life categories worth pursuing. Instead, I believe the intent of the graphic is to springboard our conscious minds into the realm of possibilities when we have a balanced life flow. We can agree most of us already work and sleep irrespective of work schedules. What's important and tragically what most people missed was what to do with your remaining time. That's what I want to focus on in tonight's episode, your time. Your time is precious and invaluable. Your time is made up of little moments that you'll never get back. Your time can be beautiful or dreadful. Case in point, you know, when I was without a home, headed to the hotel after being on the road for a week, it was impressed upon my spirit to celebrate with my kids. I thought to myself, celebrate what? You know, my spirit said, why do you need a reason? So that evening, in a little extended stay suite with a kitchenette, I cooked a four-course meal. As I was cooking, The children were in good spirits on their computers and gaming systems, and I found myself smiling as I imagined the day when I'd be back in a kitchen of my very own, cooking a huge celebratory meal in our new home, surrounded by friends and family. I will never forget that moment, a beautiful moment in the middle of a mess. I think maybe that's what the author of CEO Mindset was trying to do, trying to illustrate. Help us identify moments where we can create beauty on our own terms outside of the mundaneness of life's obligations and messy circumstances. Whatever your messy situation is, take time to create balance by injecting beauty. Sometimes the spirit prompts us towards beauty when our minds and hearts are clear and quiet. And other times we become so distraught that we have to be intentional about creating beauty in order to stop a downward spiral into chaos. Cassandra King said, sometimes we laugh to keep from crying, but the most important thing is to laugh every chance we get. I remember having been delayed in Fort Worth, Texas for three days with my two youngest. I was so distraught, worrying about spending money that I didn't have that had already been earmarked for other things. Later, well, after this incident, I heard Joseph Prince describe what I was doing at that time, worrying about the vastness of the problem and focusing on my insufficient resources. Within a few hours, I had a headache that was quickly turning into a debilitating migraine. I did not have the luxury to wallow in pity. I had the kids. And so I had to make a conscious decision to create a beautiful memory right then. I said out loud, I'm going to be happy. After checking into the hotel and stowing our luggage, we wandered the halls of the hotel and found at the end of one hall an indoor pool and spa and on the other end, a weight room. We walked outside and perused the grounds, and then we saw that the hotel shared a block with five different restaurants and was adjacent to a Dollar General for any amenities that we may need. Would you believe everything we needed was within walking distance? I could have spent those three days wallowing in misery, closed in a room, trying to keep the kids quiet. Instead, I took advantage of what was in my immediate environment. I realized I had everything I needed for a comfortable stay and peace of mind, turning what I thought would be a devastating detour into a successful staycation. While the kids played in the pool, I used that time to regenerate my mind and body in the spa. I think I even read. And of course, I jumped in the pool too. My son took advantage of the weight room and the little one and I joined him once. Listen, I was able to create quality time with my family. I was able to practice my faith, my health improved, and my soul was at ease. So you see, what was out of my control, what created an imbalance in my life, I used as an opportunity to restore balance to myself and my children. Months before, I heard someone say that in every situation, there is a life and death option. Choose life. It's yours to choose. One more thing. This meme is also not about strict adherence to those particular life categories, faith, family, friends, health, hobbies, hygiene, soul, service, and smiles. You're not speaking to your family while you're working on smiling. And as absurd as that sounds, some comments actually alluded to this. Believe me, you can change those areas of balance. I wouldn't work on smiling because I'm already known for wearing smiles. I wouldn't even have smiles as a category. I'd keep soul in its five components, mind, emotions, will, intellect, and imagination. But I wouldn't have service as a category because driving diesels is a service. I deliver food and commodities across the U.S. How great is that? So I can effectively replace the S's with, oh, I don't know, G's, gratitude, grace, and giving. The graphic is digital. It's not etched in stone. It's not on your doorpost or tattooed on your forehead like days of old. But something affirming needs to be etched in your being. You need to discover who you are. Work is what you do. Sleep is what you need. And those life categories determine the quality of both. Listen. Several years ago, I was teaching high school in a social-emotional learning environment while helping one of my students who lost his bed at the group home and was now homeless. After school was over, I'd head over to my dad's and see about his needs as he was still able to live on his own, even as dementia began to creep in as a result of a traumatic brain injury. At the end of the day, I'd head home to my own high schooler, kindergartner, and daycare-aged children. My body was not responding well to these stressors. On the drive home, the palms of my hands would turn blistering red and I'd feel like I was being stung by a thousand bees. Clothes were very uncomfortable. The school nurse informed me that I was operating at such a high stress level at the time that during the drive home was the time I was rendered most inactive. So my hormones had no place to go and they were basically flooding my body. It didn't matter that I had outside support. I had a teacher assistant assigned to my class. A counselor helped in the solution of the homeless student. My sisters would take turns coming into town to help with our dad. But I hadn't achieved an internal balance that could anchor me through these challenges. That's where CEO mindset graphic begins. It's a starting point to allow you to truly become the CEO, the chief executive officer of your life moments. You are the main person, the chief, who can put plans, action, and rules in effect to govern, that's execute, your time. You can control the volume, how much you take on. You can control the channel, who and what you allow in your life. Don't continue to allow circumstances and others to influence your behaviors. As you scroll through Facebook and other social media, Don't be so quick to discard potential life aids. Conversely, don't be so quick to incorporate everything you come across. The scripture says, by wisdom, a house is built and by understanding it is established. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with precious and pleasant riches. Proverbs 24, three through four. Wisdom is using experience and knowledge to make a decision. If you don't have experience or the knowledge, then you need to seek it out. Ask, seek, and knock. If you keep throwing away useful tools, you will remain stuck. Your soul will have nothing with which to anchor your behaviors that ultimately influence your progress and growth. Even as I experience new revelations through the people I listen to and the life tools I come across, I apply them not only to the present, but to the future and to the past. As I see how that tool would have shaped an outcome, the next time I encounter that situation, I can now apply new knowledge in future circumstances. Ultimately sisters, it's about perspective. What do you see? Do you see time constraints or opportunities for incorporation? Do you see a list of categories to be adhered to or an opportunity to strive for and redefine a new you? I leave you tonight with a quote from Marcel Proust. The real voyage of discovery consists not in seeking new landscapes, but in having new eyes. Until next time, enjoy the journey.